A reading from Gospel of our Savior Jesus Christ according to John 21:18. Glory to you, O Christ. Early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and other disciple, the one whom Jesus loved, and said to them, They have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we do not know where they have laid him. Then Peter and the other disciple set out and went toward the tomb. The two were running together, and the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. He bent down to look in and saw the linen wrapping lying there, but he did not go in. Then Simon Peter came, following him, and went into the tomb. He saw the linen wrappings around lying there and the cloth that had been on Jesus' head, not lying with the linen wrappings, but rolled up in a place by itself. Then the other disciple, who reached the tomb first, also went in, and he saw and believed, for as yet they did not understand the scripture, that he must rise from the dead. Then the disciples returned to their homes, but Mary stood weeping outside the tomb. As she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb, and she saw two angels in white sitting where the body of Jesus had been lying one at the head and the other at the feet. They said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, They have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. When she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you looking for? Supposing him to be the gardener, she said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him in Hebrew, Rabuni, which means teacher. Jesus said to her, do not hold on to me, because I have not yet ascended to the Father. But go to my brothers and say to them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and to your God. Mary Magdalene went and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord. And she told them that he had said these things to her. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. And I take this opportunity to greet you all a very happy and blessed Easter. The Gospel reading this morning reminds me of a story which I would like to share with you all this morning. A man and his mother-in-law and his wife, they went on vacation to a holy land. After a few days, the mother-in-law passed, and the undertaker suggested 
if the man had to bury his mother-in-law in the holy land it would take $150 if he had to ship her back to his home country it would take $5000 after a deep thought the man said that he would take his mother-in-law back to his home country the undertaker was surprised he wondered why would you take your mother-in-law to your home country when it is so wonderful to bury her here in the holy land just with $150 the man said you know 2000 years back a man was a man died here he was buried here and after 3 days he was raised from the dead and i cannot take that chance today gospel reading in fact all the gospel writers begin their resurrection account with the empty tomb only after telling about the empty tomb they present the risen christ these gospel writers they agree together on the death of jesus christ but when it comes to resurrection they all differ this they all differ in their accounts they diverge in explaining how jesus was presented to each of their communities in mark we see the women terrified by seeing the empty tomb without saying a word they just leave in matthew and mark in matthew and luke we see jesus being presented like he was already coming out alive talking and seeing people most part of the resurrection story is put in john's gospel because we see how jesus shows up uh, to his disciple thomas and walking at the beach and walking with his disciples to emmaus so the many accounts that jesus is presented by the gospel readers especially in john's gospel as i see the gospel writers giving different accounts or giving different stories of jesus one thing that strikes me at this point is that all of them wanted to spin some kind of hope to their own communities people are already in despair they are grieving at the loss of jesus christ his death on the cross so every gospel writer is trying to give that comfort that kind of comfort that kind of hope to their own communities coming to this morning reading john chapter 20 this reading is very familiar to all of us and it has array of characters in it if i see it as a play i can say that this story has three distinct acts first one as lot of searching looking 
and action second one the second act is sorrow fear confused and the third act is joy and celebration to begin with the story of mary magdalene early in the morning when it is still dark she heads out to the tomb to tender to jesus christ body as she was walking towards the tomb she sees the entrance of the tomb the stone being rolled away and immediately she returns to the disciples you have to stay put in this narrative because john has this unique way of presenting his two significant motives one darkness as opposed to light and other one is seeing as opposed to blindness so mary magdalene goes to the tomb while it is still dark and returns to the disciples to say that somebody has taken the body of jesus maybe someone would have just laid it somewhere so she has a lot of confusion and fear in her mind the moment she says this the disciples take the race here we see both simon peter and the beloved disciple running towards the tomb and first the beloved disciple he outruns peter and arrives at the entrance of the tomb he looks inside and then we see after him simon peter looking into the tomb the word used here for looking or seeing is blepo in greek blepo is means just seeing just seeing a bodily seeing but when peter looks into the tomb the seeing here means it is ethro which means you see to find the details you see to scrutinize you see to observe so peter is observing here where the linen wrappings are uh, like if the body is really taken so he is going in details and looking inside the tomb and then the beloved disciple enters inside goes inside the tomb he sees everything and then he it it says in the gospel he saw and believed the word used here for the beloved disciple seeing is edito which means when you see you discern you understand you can really correlate to why it has happened like that but still we are not sure if the beloved disciple has got the message what jesus had said or maybe you would have believed that what mary magdalene was saying that somebody has taken the body it is not sure but john gives us this detailed account how how people are looking at this tomb blepo just seeing etro it going in details and then finally edeto which means discerning and understanding by seeing that seeing and now after this we see and they couldn't figure out anything probably so again the focus is shifted 
to Mary Magdalene because she expected the disciples to give her some comfort, uh, give some kind of explanation by uh, seeing the tomb. They would have come up with, with some conclusion or with some answer, but nothing is coming from them. So she's still standing there so confused, full of fear and not knowing what to do. She enters into the tomb now and she sees two people sitting there. They're angels, but she just mistakes that they're just two common people. And then they ask her, what are you looking? Why are you weeping? And she says, I'm looking for Jesus. And if somebody has taken, please tell me, I will go and get him. And then she sees Jesus thinking he's a gardener. She looks at him and says, if you have taken my master, tell me where you have laid him, I will go and get him. Here I like this word when she says gardener. In, in one way, Mary is right in identifying Jesus Christ as gardener because only the gardener has this unique ability to create, shape, nurture, prune, give life to a plant or fix the roots. So by saying, thinking that Jesus is a gardener, she is one way right, but still she's not able to recognize Jesus. When Jesus says, Mary, immediately she recognizes that voice and says, Rabuni, Rabuni. As I said, the strong motive John has People have eyes and still you cannot see. We are spiritually blind because one of the sermons I was telling you, the blind man who was healed at Shalom, at the pool of Shalom, he just heard the voice of Jesus, went into the pool and then washed his eyes. It's not by seeing, but just by his voice, he was cured and he was healed. And here, Mary is seeing Jesus. She's not recognizing him, but when he says Mary, she is able to recognize his voice. And from there, there is no turning back. There is celebrations, there is joy, and she's, she goes into her community to the disciples, declaring and announcing that she has seen the risen Lord. For the first time in John's Gospel, we see the word Lord being mentioned. After that, we see Thomas saying, my Lord, my God. So from there, we continue to see that word Lord. But otherwise, this is the first time in John's Gospel, we see Mary saying, Lord. From this, I wanted to shift our focus from this narrative to our context. Mary and the disciples are revolving at the tomb. They're just there, but still they're not able to see Jesus Christ because they were so much shrouded with their own confusion, with their own fears and with their own misunderstanding with no proper discernment. It is like saying, we are spiritually empty tombs. 
when we doubt, when we don't put the trust in God, then we fear. It is like we are already empty spiritually and we are buried dead. And Mary here, as even the disciples, they're, they're just running around. The action is taking place just there. And Jesus is also there, but they're not able to recognize or see or know Jesus. When we are caught up in this kind of confusion, doubt and mistrust, because if you don't trust God, we do not have any premise. There, there is actually, we, there is nothing that we can really begin to anchor of faith or trust. Today it is for us to see ourselves. Where are we in this? Are we really um, doubting God? Are we totally putting our trust in God in this peculiar and unprecedented times? Our fears are mounting. We have loads of information and we are so confused and our anxiety is just shooting. Why not we just leave it to God that God will take care of it or nature is taking its course instead of everything taking on to ourselves. In these times of pandemic people are so uncertain what is going to happen but we should also know that it is not in our power to control things in second corinthians apostle paul says we our power is in clay jars it's just fragile it can be broken anytime so there is no power of us of us here it is just by the power of God we operate we function we live in this world so we have to try and break open the spiritual emptiness or the spiritual empty tombs of our lives and begin to trust and believe have faith in God Easter is an invitation to break through this feverish human cycle of looking into things that are dead. The disciples and Mary are looking into the dead. They're looking into the tomb, but they're not seeing around. Jesus is just there, right there, but they're not seeing Jesus. We have to stop looking into the things that are dead and believe in life that God is creating us, in us. As Apostle Paul again beautifully says, the crucifixion and the resurrection are a process in which the past is dying and the new is being reborn, recreated. All the gospel writers have agreed on the death, I said, and resurrection, they gave different accounts. I think they gave different accounts because each one of them experienced Jesus differently in their own way. And what is our story today of, about Easter? How does our story of resurrection look like? Do we have a, 
Easter story at all? Maybe we have to just jog our memories and remember the Easter story. What your father and mother had said, or maybe the story you heard in the church, or in the Sunday school. How did you react when you listened to this story of empty tomb? The gospel writers, when they wrote the story of Easter, it is not an end, it is the beginning. The women left in Mark's gospel, do you think they would, the story would have just ended there? No, from there it would have just started. Even the disciples, they went into the tomb they saw and they just again went back. Do you think it has just ended there? From there again it started. So the Easter is not, because many people like we start with Good Friday and end with Easter. Easter is the beginning. Perhaps it's time that we write the beginning of this Easter story in your life, how it has changed you, how it has made you to believe and be more firm in the risen Lord. May God bless these words, Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.